Entrepreneur Sessions, the podcast. Entrepreneur Sessions, the podcast. I'm Jennifer, one of your hosts, and this is Mario, the other host. And welcome to Entrepreneur Sessions, like we said. Sorry I was on mute. Uh, We're really excited because we have a great, great, we have actually two great guests today. They're the founders of Roseberry, Roseberry Media. It's a digital agency based out of Atlanta, Georgia. And in this company, they, in this company, they help brands grow their sales and their social media presence. So without further ado, we want to welcome Maria and Monica. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. Thank so, you for having us. Hey. So first of all, we have to acknowledge these mannequins in the background. You know, we always got the entrepreneur one, but we got a special guest mannequin in the building today, so we don't want to be rude. Welcome. Yes. <laughs> She uh, is wearing her best dress today. <laughs> we love it. We love it. Represent her brand. Yeah. All right. So, Mario, you want to get a jump in? Cool. Yeah. So, um, thank you again, ladies, for being on board today. I uh, really appreciate it. And so, the first question I want to ask is, if you can name three people, dead or alive, that you can have dinner or lunch with, who would it be? Um, I, there are, okay, three, right? Okay, dead or alive. Um, alive, probably RuPaul, because... He's life, um, and he. I love the way that Rue expresses himself um, or herself. Um, just super fabulous, and I love just being your true self. Um, the second person would probably be my dad, who passed away four years ago. He is my inspiration for everything in life, and if it wasn't um, for his existence, I wouldn't be who I am. Uh, and the third person, I don't know yet. <laughs> So let Maria go. <laughs> so for me, I think the first person would be Gary Vee. But somebody I think since we started in the digital marketing space, we've looked up to. And I think you can gain so much information from him and just not even like in two seconds, he like fills you up with information. Sure. The second one, which is ironically, because Monica and I haven't even talked about this, but I thought of my sister. My sister passed away when I was very little. So mm-hmm. I would love to like re-communicate with her. Um, and the third one I think would be Kevin Hart, just because I crack at everything he says. So I think I would have the funniest dinner ever with him. That's funny. That would be a fun dinner party for real. Seriously. Um, so let's jump into it. Uh, what was the inspiration behind the creation of Roseberry Media Company? Um, so initially when we started Roseberry Media, we weren't even Roseberry Media. We didn't have a name. Um, and people were just like, Hey, can you do marketing for us? Like you do with the current company you work for. We, we both worked at an agency that was centered around, um, real estate marketing. And it eventually got to the point where we were like, okay, we should probably listen. And we started getting clients, which was like our sphere of influence. And we didn't have a name. They're like, so what's y'all's business name? And we were like, uh, Monica and Maria marketing like we we didn't know we didn't have a name um and then one day we went to a coffee shop and we're like okay we're gonna do this we're gonna bust it out we're gonna you know just brain dump and think of ideas of how to create our name um and i'll let maria take it from there because it's a fun one so i remember we i think we were first gonna do like mood media and there was And we just started like thinking, thinking, I was like, okay, let's try our name. So uh, my last name is Romero, which Mm -hmm. in English is Rosemary. And Monica's last name is Mora, which in English is Blackberry. So I was like, let's just combine our last names in English. So that's where Rosemary came about. Oh, I love it. (laughs) 
And that worked out really cute. I love the name. So, okay, before we get into anything else, let's talk about partnerships because how did you guys know that, you know, first of all, that you should go into business together or that you guys would have enough synergy to build a business and be aligned? Because that's a big thing that a lot of people struggle with. It's not that they don't have the talent, but sometimes it's like opposing ideas and that's what kills the business. So how did you guys know that this would work? Well, um, I'm a firm believer. It's a quote that I've read before. And it says, if you can laugh with someone, you can work with someone. Um, and we were already working together. Maria handled all of the back end and marketing of the company. And I handled the business development and sales. Um, so without marketing, you, you, you know, you, you can't really sell a product, right? If there's not marketing and you can't sell if there, you know, vice versa. Um, and, you know, partnerships aren't easy, you know, it's, it's a marriage and there's times where Maria and I don't agree on something. And there's times where we do agree on something, but if we agreed on every single thing, then we wouldn't have a real business. Um, we would just be yes people. And I think it got to a point where we realized that we worked very well together um, and we laughed a lot and, you know, we would, we were like, okay, like something's there, you know, and, and people kept coming to us, not going like to the owner or going, you know, to other people or just like one of us, it was always the both of us. Um, and we realized, well, at least I realized I was like, okay, something, something's here, something's working there. Right. Um, so from my perspective, I think that's, you know, how our partnership flourished. And I'm going to jump in when we started working at the other agency, the first weekend we worked together, they roomed us in a hotel room together. That was literally how we met. They're like, you guys are rooming in for this conference. We had no idea who each other was and we got along so well. It felt like I had known Monica my whole life, basically. So on, like, honestly, I feel like I've known her. I mean, we've only known each other a couple of years, but I feel like I've known her. Like she's part of my family, basically. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Beautiful. Made, uh, you guys were matched up, you know, fate, my fate. Yeah, people would always be like, so how long have y'all known each other? So when we first started Rosemary, we'd be like, ah, oh, like a year and a half. And they're like, what? We thought you've known each other since high school or, you know, you know, old time friends. And we were like, no, we just kind of meshed. And, you know, Maria and I have been through so much together. Um, next week will be four years that Roseberry's alive um and since awesome. we've known each other it's been all like close to six now so it's it's crazy and it's we've gone through so much and for what we feel is such a little time because it literally feels like yesterday that this happened <laughs> wow yeah. all right so kind of stepping forward and in in to now um you you guys now partnered up you have a company uh that you guys built um, what are some of the marketing, I guess, tools or strategies that you guys, you ladies have implemented into your company to kind of get the word out? Well, um, kind of like I said in the beginning, you know, we started this through our sphere of influence. So mm -hmm. we believe that business do, people do business with people, right? Um, and it's not like a name that you're always doing business with. It's, it's the person. And we actually started off by just telling people. Um, our, our client, the people, our first clients are the reason we started Roseberry. Cause they were like, Hey, I need someone to do what you do for my business. Can you do it? And we were like, uh, okay. So we didn't, does that make sense? So like literally they started it for us. Right. The um, demand was there before even the, the business was there. So it, that's what there was a catalyst for the business to be formed. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
ironically, we didn't really start marketing ourselves till this year. It had all been word of mouth for the past three years. And it wasn't until this year that we were like, maybe we should do what we do for other, for all of our clients. Like, <laughs> That's funny. I just had a conversation with somebody about that today. I was talking with a coach and they were talking about how they create this plan for their clients and their job is to help them scale. And they're like, and half the stuff I plan for my clients, I don't haven't even done for myself. So it's like sometimes you get so caught up, you know, actually doing the work that you don't have time to really focus. So that's cool that you guys were able to do that this year. Have y'all seen a difference with the marketing efforts that you put in this year versus the word of mouth, um, you know, methodology that you guys were using before as far as business? Like what changes have you seen? Yeah, well, I that because of the pandemic, we had to take on before we would do a lot of networking, social events. Um, so that, that's where our business came about. But of course, with all the pandemic, it was difficult for us to even go out or meet anybody. So we, we had to take on the digital space. Um, and then we have seen a difference this month. Like it kicked in out of nowhere. We got all these clients calls. We were like, wow, marketing truly does work. <laughs> so <laughs> really have uh, gotten a ton of clients out of it. And about the, t- like, I think that the good thing is that we've gotten clients out of the state then we before it was mainly people in Atlanta. Now people mm-hmm. are realizing that we do every like we're everywhere because of our marketing efforts. I love it. So um, I was gonna say, as far as the your marketing strategies, did, have you is it a mix of like Facebook ads or is it digital events? What are some things that you've done this season that has worked as far as um, you know attracting those new out of state clients and different things like that? Yeah. So, you know, we are huge on brand development and brand awareness. Um, and just for ourselves, you know, we built our brand. Um, our, our original branding is very different than what it is now. And now, you know, we've showcased our brand. We've made sure that we've been very consistent. And, you know, like Maria said, do what we do, do for our clients, for us. Um, and let me know if I don't answer your question, because I tend to like go left. Oh, uh, you're good. Um, <laughs> So, you know, we've realized that a lot of brand awareness has helped bring in those clients um, and has helped our clients as well. Like Maria said, because of the pandemic, you know, we're, we're all home. Um, even if people are, you know, slowly trickling out and, and living their day-to-day life, everyone's on their phone more than usual. Um, and so, yeah, so brand awareness has helped a lot. And really, we help our clients with everything just to, like, stick that in really quick from brand awareness to web development to running ads on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, um, and on Google as well. Um, and videography and photography. What's really does is that we have been consistent every single day, consistent on our Instagram, our Facebook. And we actually started doing a lot of videos, things that we didn't do before. We realized like we had so much knowledge that we hadn't put out into the world. Like we think that we people know what we know, but then we realized like they don't really know what we're doing behind us. So we started doing a lot of videos and yeah, consistency was huge. That's awesome. And then consistency, is it kind of like, do you have the, a certain style, like when it comes to video or when it comes to like web development, or is it pretty much custom built per, for each client? It's custom built for each client. Mm-hmm. Um, we truly believe in a brand DNA and every client is completely different. So it, for us, it would be kind of lazy um, if we did the same type of template for each client when it came to videos or, or 
any posts that we do, um, or even the way that the, the company communicates. Um, everyone's different. You know, you and I are different. You know, we can tell by just like our backgrounds, right? The clothes that we wear, the, the way I have our, you know, our hair. I didn't shave my head today. So like, you know, everyone is different and every brand is different. Um, so it's customized. I love it. Okay, so we're gonna get into the meat of what we came to talk about today, which was digital marketing. So um, what are some of the top mistakes that you see business owners make, both of you guys? Uh, maybe Maria, if you wanna jump it off, as far as uh, when it comes to digital marketing strategies. Yeah, of course. First one is having a strategy at all. Um, but there's so many business owners that don't have a strategy or we get so many people saying, oh yeah, I put on my uh, calendar, I need to post today, I need to send out an email today and they just don't execute because they're so busy running their business as to why our motto is, we'll handle your marketing, you handle your business because mm -hmm. that's what you really have to focus on. And also going back to what I said, not being consistent, not being consistent and not being authentic. We always tell people like, show your true colors when it comes to marketing, show who you really are. Are. you don't really want somebody to come in into your store and see something online and then your store is completely different so be consistent be authentic and get like have actually have a strategy that's good monica i know you got something <laughs> no I, I completely agree with everything that maria just said yeah that's but, good. You know, consistent the the mistakes that we see is that clients aren't consistent and they're posting like on mother's day on fourth july on you know new year's and it's just very like sporadic and they're just Posting whenever. Or we get a lot, of, a lot of things we see is that they try to do everything on their own. Like they think they're, they know what they're doing. So they take on and they end up um, spending money that they shouldn't spend because, because they weren't knowledgeable of what they were doing. So they end up wasting money and at the end, not believing in marketing because they didn't do it the correct way. And, and that actually ties into my next question is, you know, what are some of the best practices that you would recommend business owners? You know, because a lot of people are going to be watching this video. They have all different facets of different business, uh, maybe even at different levels. Some people are just have an idea. Some people have already implemented. Uh, and some people might, might have gone with another company and have just the botched branding. And now they're looking to start over. So what are some of the practices that you, you would recommend business owners to, uh, to follow? Yeah. Um, so it goes back to being consistent and building a very strong foundation and knowing exactly who your company is, the voice of your company that goes hand in hand with branding. Um, if you're not in love with your branding, then something's off. Um, so if you, you know, are working with a client or, you know, with a company that isn't listening to what you need and what you want for your business, you know, some business owners are stubborn and they think that they know what's best for their business, but sometimes they just need to listen to their marketing team. Other times your marketing team needs to listen to you, right? So it's a yin to your yin. Um, so building a strong foundation, one, creating a content calendar where you know exactly what you're going to be talking about on a weekly, you know, weekly, monthly, daily basis. Um, and sticking to that and making sure that you hire a team that is going to take your business um, serious and, just really, you know, expressing who you guys are and being consistent. I mean, I, we cannot stress that enough. Be consistent, be authentic. Um, you know your business better than anybody does. You wake up, you eat, breathe, and sleep your business, just like we do, right? So if you can find a team that's going to let you focus on your business and they're going to focus on your marketing, that's, that's the best piece of advice that we can give. I love it.
And you guys, before I forget too, aren't you guys doing a, some kind of a, a digital challenge or something right now, right? Do you want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, we're doing a 15-day digital challenge. You can start whenever you want. And it's just 15 days. Every day you'll get an email for you to be on track, for you to start your social media. Um, it starts from scratch if you don't have a strategy and what you can do every day. And it just really makes you think, like, what am I going to, to post today? What am I going to talk about? What is it that my even platforms are about? Like, what is my messaging through the platform? So, and at the end of the challenge, of course, we offer a free consultation for anybody that has gone through a challenge with us. I love it. So what's the, um, I guess we can drop, we'll drop the URL later, but I know it's going to be on the website. And if you go to their Instagram, which is Roseberry Media, you can find more information about that challenge too. So Sorry, that was a quick commercial break, but since we're talking about that, they do have an actionable plan on how to actually start a digital. So I wanted to throw that in there real quick. So Monica, can you walk us through like what an average day is like for you guys at Roseberry Media? How does your morning start? How does it end? What happens in between? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they say that the first thing that you shouldn't do is check your phone in the mornings. That's the first thing I do. <laughs> I do everything I'm not supposed to do, right? Um, when I say that we eat, breathe, and sleep our business, we truly do because our clients are our priority. So we are, we're burning, we're, um, we're, what's it called? We're, we're killing fires or, you know, we're, we're attacking fires. Yeah, all day, every day. And although, you know, some people might say, well, that's not very productive. Well, the thing is, you know, if we're not available to our clients, then they're just freaking out all the time. Right. Um, so on a, on a daily basis, um, that's what we're doing. We're making sure that our clients social profiles are up to par that we're answering questions. Um, you know, Maria is checking ads all day, every day, making sure that things are running properly and smoothly. I mean, I call Maria the ad guru because she can see when things are running well when they're not running well. Um, you know, I'm answering phone calls, talking to our clients and, you know, we have an awesome team behind us. You know, if it wasn't for our team, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Um, you know, so working as a team, making sure that we're, we're working towards something for our clients and not just kind of like, oh, this looks cute. This might work. No, there's like, we're implementing the actual strategy that we created with them the yeah. month before. Um, yeah. We do oh. a lot of Zoom calls. We used to be but it's a lot of Zoom calls. And, you know, I kind of, I was telling Monica earlier, um, we don't really have an average day. Like, we don't know what our day is going to look like. Yeah, we have a calendar, but something might pop up and we have to take care of it and put everything else aside. And I think a lot of business owners are like that. You just don't really know. You don't have a routine because there's so many things, especially in the social media world, like things from one minute to the next. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know anybody who follows the same routine every day. You pl you wake up planning to do that, but it doesn't ever turn out like that. So that's cool. Um, I had a quick question because I know you guys met at your, you know, at previous uh, employment employer, and you guys had your designated roles in that company. When you guys came over to form Roseberry Media, did you naturally just take on the roles that you had at that company, or did you structure it a little differently, like, what was that process? That was our goal. <laughs> I was like, girl, I got this. I'll talk to the clients. And Maria's like, I got this. I'm going to handle all the ads. And then it just kind of like blurred. <laughs> yeah. That's what you know, like 
I turn into like the accounting person and I'm like not good at numbers. And I'm like, why am I doing this? And Maria's like, well, I'm not doing, you know, like things like that. And it's like, you know, when you're a business owner, whether you have a business partner or not, you wear 7 million different hats. Um, you know, no matter if you're, if you're good at it or not, but you'll figure it out. <laughs> I love it. All right. And so one of my questions I have is, all right, so you meet a new potential client, you know, what are some of the steps that you use to vet that client? Because uh, I know not all clients are, are good clients, uh, unfortunately, but how do you vet? How do you, your interview process, more or less? More or less? You want to take that on? Sure. Um, we ask a lot of questions. Um, sometimes, you know, clients think that they need us, which I think that everyone needs marketing, okay, no matter who it is. However, some, some clients aren't ready. To, to have a marketing agency work with them because they, they don't have their foundation clear. Um, and they might have a lot of internal like messiness with their employer employees um, or how they handle their clients because we can do an awesome job doing your marketing. But if you don't have a system, you know, where you're calling people consistently, like right when the lead comes in, you're not following up. Um, then it's just a recipe for disaster. So we ask a lot of questions. Um, we make sure that they're ready. And the things that we ask are like, you know, how long have you been in your industry? Where are you in your business? Are you, you know, do you have a team? Are you alone in your business? Um, and honestly, I mean, if someone says, listen, Monica, I just came up with this idea. Can you help me? Yeah, absolutely. We can work with you. It doesn't matter if you just came up with the idea or if you've been in the business for 50 years. Um, you know, you can, we can definitely help you. We can work with you, but if you're not focused, if you're not ready, then it, when things don't, if, if things don't work out, it's all of a sudden our fault. Does that make sense? So we oh, always yeah. have to make sure that we're working with people that we can work with together. And it's not kind of like a, Hey, have you done this? Or, Hey, you know, what's going on? You know, we want to make sure it's, there's a, a team that we can create. Monica, you brought up a really great point because people don't understand that if the business is not structured correctly operationally, then no amount of marketing is going to help. If you send in leads over, but they don't know, they don't have a designated person to follow up with those leads or to execute whatever was promoted properly, it falls back and it looks bad on the organization. So that's true. All clients aren't good clients or all clients aren't ready to be clients. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we learned that the hard way, you know, like Maria said, I mean, we didn't, we've never looked for clients up until now, you know, it was always clients coming to us. And so we're like, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, saying yes all the time. And then we realized, wait, that's probably not the best practice for us. You know, we should probably learn how to say no. And the first time we had to let go of a client, we were like, uh, can we, is this allowed? <laughs> Can we, you know, um, and then we realized, yeah, it is, it, it is allowed because our, our time is very valuable. You know, we care about our reputation as well. Uh -huh. And that also your brand. <laughs> What'd you say? Sorry, Maria. I just said it's, it's your brand. So you can choose who your clients are, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Maria. 
No, no, I was just going to say also understanding that marketing is an investment. I think a lot of people think I'm going to get paid just to get leads right away. Like if you're definitely starting, but no, it's definitely an investment and that it takes time. It's not overnight that you're going to see a difference. Like we have to get people to understand that. And if you don't have a budget, because when you hire an agency, you're just not hiring us. You're hiring a whole team of people that are doing this work for you. And I think when you don't have a budget, that's when we rather teach you how to do it for now until you grow a little bit more. And then you can say, Hey, I'm ready to hire a full on agency. It's going to take it all on. Okay. So is there a specific niche of clients that you, you all look for or is it a wide range? Cause I know in Atlanta, you have a lot of musicians um, who want to be promoted. Um, but do you have a particular niche that you kind of hone in and focus on? Well, we don't have a niche. Um, when we first started, ironically, our niche, just because of referral basis was construction companies. A lot of construction companies came to us. So we have a lot of experience in the construction field, but that doesn't mean that's our niche. We have taken on people from medical offices, um, beauty, also like health food stores to e-commerce. So we have experience in all different sides. Um, ironically, we got our first musician interview this week. We oh, haven't had yeah. musicians, but they came about through us because they saw our Instagram. So we, we really take on anybody. Um, just like we said, we just vet them to make sure that they have that foundation correct. Uh, I, literally, I love that you asked that because I'm like, actually? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's an artist and you know we'll, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully they hire us. We'll be watching. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm sure that's going to be a lot more, especially being in Atlanta. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, What's a risk that both of you have taken in your career? And I think I already know the answer to this, but I'll let you guys expound. What's a risk that, a risk that you've taken in your career that initially it scared you, but later on it paid off and you're happy that you did it? Yeah. Sorry, you go. <laughs> Definitely um, leaving the company that we worked for. I mean, leaving that job four years ago. We were 26, both of us were 26 years old, um, starting our own business at 26. It was, we never thought, I don't think either of us thought that we were going to start that business, but that was definitely a risk we took. Um, and then also being as a business owner, you take many risks as you, you kind of have to lose certain friendships or like lose certain events at the beginning of your life because you're so busy and your business is your baby. Just like when you have a baby, that's your main focus. So yeah. risking that part of our life at the beginning. Right now, we, I think we finally stabilized it. We're, we finally have a social life. We're able to enjoy our family. But at the beginning, it was a risk that we had to take. We couldn't attend maybe certain events or certain birthdays because our business was our priority. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that still happens, right? Like, you know, there's still things that we have to say no to and we you know, have to put our foot down, like kind of like to ourselves and be like, all right, Monica, like, you can't go do that. Like you really need to finish this, you know? And, um, I was telling Maria earlier that, you know, I think another risk that we take as entrepreneurs in general is listening and not listening to that little voice in your head. Um, because there's like, I told Maria all the time, I'm like, I have like five different voices in my head and, you know, one voice is saying this, another one saying that, another one saying that, you know, so even not listening to yourself or listening to yourself can be a risk that I feel like we take at times. Yeah. I mean, there is times where you're like, I wish I had a nine to five. Like, I wish I could just get a salary and be done with it. But 
that's the risk that we're taking. And at the end of the day, it's like so satisfying. Like now we're like, this is our baby. No, I don't want that. Because <laughs> yeah. it's hard to do your own business and all of a sudden try to go back to corporate, you know, nine to five. It's like, uh, let me, yeah, it's, it's when you got the bug, you got the bug. You just got to keep it going. So. It's, it's so true. I think about like when I first graduated college and I started working, you know, nine to five and I remember being like, gosh, you know, I, why did I, I felt it so alone, you know, and I felt like I was the only one wanting to work extra. And I felt like I was the only one wanting to do this. And I was like always mad. Right. And I'm like, ew, like, I don't want to go back to that. Like ever. Cause now I can work hard, work, you know, put in this extra time, but it's for like, for us, it's for our baby, you know, better gratification. Um, there was one question that I think you, you all answered. Um, but one of the questions that we had is how important is digital marketing strategy as it relates to business? It's super important. Um, if you're, if you don't have a strategy in place, um, you're, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. And if you're not online, you don't exist. Yeah, right. <laughs> we always teach people like, let's look you up on Google, for example. Look up, I don't know, a hairstylist near you. If you're not on Google, the first thing that somebody's looking up, you basically don't exist anymore. Like if you're not, um, for example, today we had a meeting with a therapist and he's never had a website. And I said, if they can't find you, you're not going to get business nowadays because that's the first place where people go online. So that and social credibility, like if you have to have social um, social platforms for people to find that you're a real person, fortunately, that's what we've come to. Wow. I love it. And I just think that uh, I totally agree with everything you just both of you just said, because I was just thinking about platforms like Yelp, you know, I know people feel different kind of ways about Yelp, but um it's just something that even with a simple organic marketing strategy, like asking your customers that come in your store to leave a review, it raises your rankings. Because I read a case study a while back about a beauty salon that got like 90% of their business from their Yelp ads. Like people would Google and they, they were at the top. They weren't paying for ads or anything. It was just because they were so high ranking and they had great reviews. So just even little or little organic things that people can do that make an inf uh, you know a difference. So I agree with that. Yeah, we have a, a roofing company, for example, who is just killing it on Google with reviews, and they're considered like babies in the roofing world here. But you wouldn't know that if you look at their digital platforms and you look at them on Google, you would think that they've been around forever. And they get asked all the time, you know, are you a franchise? They're like, no. We're like, literally, it's, it's three siblings that own the company and all of them are less, you know, are younger than 30 years old. So for them to have been able to build that because they're so consistent and they listen, thankfully, um, you know, they listen to what we're, we're saying, you know, it's, it's true. I mean, reviews are huge. Social proof is huge. Yeah. And that's and all, everything you just said. That's so, so that's good. Great, great, great points. Mario, I'm sorry. Were you going to say something? Oh, no, no, no. I, I concur. I, you know, and, and it kind of circles back to that consistency, you know, staying consistent. Because uh, I've seen a lot of different companies, you know, they start off hard, you know, uh, marketing and, and pushing their brand, and then all of a sudden they disappear. And then they feel like, you know, a year later they can pick, up, pick back up from where they left off. But, you know, you've lost probably most or, or not, if not all your clients by then. So. I love it. One thing that I'm really impressed about from you guys is that you started this business at 26 years old and you guys it. stayed so consistent. Cause I mean, people, and we have to kind of give you your hand clap because 
it's not easy to start a business no matter what age you are, but to be 26 and to be in a partnership and to be consistent and unified, now you guys are seeing the fruit of your labor. So, uh, Mari, we just gonna clap for him real quick. Cause oh, thank <laughs> you. I'm like, I'm a very it's not a little thing. It's not a little thing. It's a big deal. Yeah. So what advice would you give to, um, you know, both, both y'all, what advice would you give to aspiring entrepreneurs and business owners, uh, just in general? Um, what advice just, I mean, if you, if you're, you have a faith, honestly, this Monica and I are very, have a strong faith, like make sure you, um, stick to your faith. Think always positive, no matter what, like there's going to be days where you want to cry. We cry all the time. Trust me. We sit and cry. Just don't give up because trust me at the next day, a new door opens up. It always happens. Um, so just stay strong and always have somebody to talk to. Being an entrepreneur gets kind of lonely. Like I said, you just focus so much on business. So make sure you always have somebody to go out and talk to that isn't biased or just somebody that you can like vent to because that's a lot of things. That's what's going to happen. You're going to want to vent and just have somebody listen to everything that's happened every day. And not everybody's going to understand like people who have a nine to five might not understand what you're going through, but just somebody that you can talk to. I definitely think that's a big thing and get started. If you're, if you have been thinking about doing this idea or open up your business like don't wait for the right moment because maybe cliche but the right moment's not gonna come like just get started I mean we jumped into it without even thinking about it and I think we're very spontaneous in that sense that we didn't even like think about it twice like she said we didn't have a name but it's paid off I mean it's been four years and we're just going uphill from here that's right I love it it's so true. And if you're scared to get started, if I were you, I would go ahead and like pick a date and say, okay, like I cannot pass that date without getting started. You know, like we're, we're huge and like, just get started, just do it. Cause there's people that we talk to all the time that like, I probably will talk to them tomorrow. And then six months down the line, they still haven't done it. Mm -hmm. And just like, okay, well, I don't know why you haven't started, but you need to. Yeah. You know why? Because people are always looking for that like everything, like you said, that perfect everything, like, oh, my website, if I just, I got to fix three things on here, on my social, I'm waiting on my graphic artist to send me these three files, and then it just rolls, and it rolls, and it rolls, and sometimes you don't want a sloppy start, but just a start, and then you can fix as you go, is more, you know, if you're going to get better results than just waiting for the perfect, so that was, everything y'all said was right on point, there is no perfect moment, just do it, like mm -hmm. Nike. <laughs> Mario, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, you're good. You're good. You hit right on the money. Um, you know, my I, and I think you know, kind of recapping from our conversation is um, what resonates in my mind is the consistency. You know, uh, one thing being consistent. Two, um, kind of defining what your company is, having a have an idea and going after it. Uh, and then the other thing is excuses. You know, everyone has excuses, but the thing you can't let your excuses prevent you from, you know, getting to the next level. So those are my takeaways from, from the meeting. So I appreciate it. Aspire. I need to go start another business. <laughs> oh my God. Let us know if you need marketing. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> put, 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 put. So um, what's the most important lesson that both of you have learned as entrepreneurs? Entrepreneurs. Right. <laughs> God, there are so many lessons. Um, you know, I don't even know what we talked about, like when we were going over things, but 
I think, um, being open-minded, learning to just trust Maria, like she said, you know, our faith, um, you know, we, there was one time, one time in our business that we freaked out and we were like, how are we going to pay, you know, our girls next month or how are we going to do this? And then I felt like an idiot for questioning that, (laughs) um, you know, and, and, you know, we, we are very, we we believe in God and, and, you know, we have everything to thank because of him. Me too. Yes. So like for, uh, for, you know, I, I think the most important lesson has been like, never question your faith, you know, and, and always know that literally when one door closes, the other one will open. Um, and being open-minded to change and learning because this being an entrepreneur, you're consistently learning and your ego can get in the way of that. Um, I know for me, definitely I'm very strong minded and very like stubborn at times. And I've learned to like, sometimes just like let it go and just like, okay, Monica, just breathe. Like, it's going to be fine. Like, it's not that big of a deal. (laughs) Yeah. I for me is um definitely one is time management learning how to manage your time wisely i mean you have to set your own schedule nobody's behind you trying to tell you you have to this do like basically if you don't know how know how to manage your time your business can definitely fail because you're in charge of it and then the other one like monica said not being scared of failure every time that i feel like we're going to fail because i think that i'm i used to be super scared of failure like all my life i've felt like i've never failed at anything so that was one of my biggest fears but then i realized like when people the big entrepreneurs big business owners have risen after failure so every time that that's something like that happens i think if we were able to start this from scratch if we were to even fail i know that we can rise up right away like this we're strong we can definitely do it we've done it once we can do it again okay. and kind of picking that that appreciate i love you for saying that and time management is, is actually been one of my weaknesses what are some tools that you've used for time management is there some specific like programs or or just a piece of paper or just a simple schedule on calendar um, I, I know that for me, like when it comes to like our clients and uploading things for them, finding systems that can help you automize things helps you with your time. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to managing my time, definitely writing things down and crossing things off. Um, that's so old school, but it really helps. And then putting it in my calendar and I'm like, okay, I'm going to work on this for this hour, this for that hour. And sometimes we have to push it, you know, but if I have it written somewhere, I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to get that done this week, you know? So yeah, deadline. Yeah. putting everything in the calendar, we even put like when we have to work out put it in the calendar to make sure it does happen. Like everything that no matter we get a call calendar or else you will forget because 20 other things will come up. So definitely having a calendar set aside. Yeah. I have a great app I want to share with everybody. It's actually a Chrome extension. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's called win the day. And they've done all this market, re- this research that says that people should focus on getting three major things done a day. So what it is, it's a Chrome extension. Every time you open up a browser, it opens up into that window. And it gives you three things you can track out. You can set a big goal and you can say, it's going to take me 45 days to complete this goal. And each day it gives you three blocks that you could fill out. And every time you open up a new window, it's right in your face. So you remember, and you cross it out each day and it's free. So win the day. It's very helpful. That's so cool. Yeah. So check it out, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> 
So um, real quick, how can our, we're going to jump into Q&A real quick and see, I'm sure they have a couple of questions, but real quick, how can our listeners connect with you? What are your social media handles and all that information? So definitely yeah. Roseberry Media <laughs> on Instagram. Awesome. Yeah, everything is roseberrymedia.com. Um, on Facebook, Roseberry Media, LinkedIn, Roseberry Media. Awesome. All right, everybody, and that's Roseberry Media. So, of course, that's R-O-S-E-B-E-R-R-Y Media, all the handles, and then .com for the website. So, all right, let's jump into this Q&A real quick. Does anybody have any questions related to business, digital marketing strategy, anything, or just getting started? I do. So, hello, Roseberry Media. Um, I just wanted to go ahead and ask a question. I'm so glad that you guys have taken on a music artist, and I'm so glad to be here tonight because I'm also a music artist. So I tuned in, and my question for tonight is just how to maximize my reach for my ads um, with my Instagram stats in mind. So I live um, in my insight section, so I know who my demographic is, but more so just looking to see how to go about targeting them. Okay. So you're running um, Instagram ads, correct? Yes, correct. Okay. Um, are you currently using custom audiences? Um, so I just kind of tailor it according to who it says most of my viewers are coming from. So if it's mostly women, if it's mostly men, what age group and what area? Okay. So I would recommend on the ad manager um, creating custom, every single type of custom audience. And if you don't really know what custom audience is, is uh, creating audiences based on people who've watched certain videos, uh, people who visited your website, if you have a website, uh, people who are on your email list, people who've engaged with certain posts. So you can create so many different kind of custom audiences and that way you're going to test out which audience works best and from custom audiences you can create something called look-alike audiences so facebook has this algorithm that takes for example if you have an email list it'll take all that information and five people in the same demographic group as that email list and target them so i would create look-alike audience for every single custom audience that you're doing and that way you're reaching people that already know you and then you're reaching pe new people who don't know you and based on that is the creatives that you're going to create like the people that don't know you you can do something broad and then mm -hmm. the people that do know you more hone it down to more of something personal so they can connect better with you Perfect. Thank you. Because um, what I've realized is I have a lot of engagement, but not a lot of follow up. So I have a lot of people, a lot of eyes on it. I'll get a lot of views. But um, when you look at the, the insights of kind of the connections that I've made and the, the, I guess, the following that I've gained from the post in itself, there's not a lot of traction there. So I'll definitely try the targeted post. Yeah, and I would um, look into what we usually look is like six months and behind. What are mm -hmm. the um, posts that had the most likes to know what the content actual was what attracted them? Then the mm -hmm. posts that had the most comments to know what their caption attracted them. So in that way, you can create new content that's based for them. You can create different captions and different um, pictures or videos compared to what people have liked the most. Okay, sounds good. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. I came, hi, I came in a little late. Um, I just want to get a little more background story. Like where did y'all work 
work initially before you started the company together because I missed that part. So I don't want to kind of catch up. I know it might be repetitive, but. No, it's fine. No, it's okay. Um, we worked at a, um, it was a real estate marketing company. So we helped real estate agents get leads so they could um, sell more homes. Awesome. And then I guess my follow-up thing question would be, um, are there any people that you follow or are inspired by that are, are in the marketing world and who are they? Any authors or any YouTubers or people in this space that you kind of mimic or follow or get inspired by? Yeah. Um, Maria mentioned having um, dinner with this person. His name is Gary V. He is oh, amazing. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're also very inspired by Mel Robbins. Um, you know, her mindset is incredible. Um, and she gives great practices. And one of those is like the five second rule. So you count from five to one backwards, um, kind of like when a rocket is launched. So you do five, four, three, two, one, and then it forces you to jump into whatever it is that you're about to do. Um, so like, let's say like working out, for example, like I hate, like it's, it, I love working out, but it's like the getting there part. Right. So it's like five, four, three, two, one. All right. I gotta go. I gotta go do this. Or I gotta get up, you know, wake up early. Um, so Mel Robbins definitely, at least you know, for me, she's awesome. Somebody that has helped us a lot. Um, they're called Traf Traffic and Funnels, Chris and Taylor. They used to be an agency. Now they do consulting for agencies. Um, they've taught us a lot. We did some consulting with them back in the beginning of the year. They're awesome. <laughs> awesome. What are their names again? I know you said Traffic and Funnels, but their name? Chris and Taylor. Chris and Taylor. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much, ladies. I mean, there's just so many gems and, and pieces of advice that I took. Um, I know it's one of those things. I know, Jennifer, you brought it up. It's like, just do it. But yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a classic. I'm a classic case of that. So it was like. That's what I was saying. Like, I thought I love that. That that was the thing that stood out. And I, and I hope. Did you also hear when she said set a date? Just set a date. Yeah. That set a date. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I put that in my notes. So just set a date and just be like, okay, this is this is it. So. I gotta come up with that date now. So hopefully I jot something down tonight. <laughs> you know, it's really cool because they say that if you set goals, your mind will subco subconsciously do things for you to work towards those goals. So if you have a date, then you you're, you will subconsciously work towards that date and you're like, oh, I know. It's kind of like this dress, for example. Like I know if I set a date for when I'm gonna fit into this dress, I'm gonna do it. Just haven't set the date. It's <laughs> a cute dress. It is. <laughs> it is. I look good in it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, and I know you mentioned, okay, before I get up, real quick. Oh, so you were referring to like when you were describing the lookalike audiences, et cetera. Now you, are you referring to like Facebook ad manager? Were you, were you able to do this stuff? Okay. And uh, Facebook ad manager controls Instagram ads as well. So oh. control a lot more through there. Okay, I haven't really like deviled in that or have explored it, but I, I, I just heard some of the kind of terms and I was like, okay, this sounds like Facebook ad manager. Okay. Thank you so much, ladies. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you. All right. I do have one more follow-up question if we have time. <laughs> okay, perfect. So this is in basically the realm of kind of what we were talking about. Um, I just kind of wanted to ask, how important is it to be active on all social media? And then the second part of that question, all social media in uh, maybe like TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all of those different um, media platforms. And then also from the second 
part. Um, I know we talked about consistency earlier on, but how can you be consistent without burnout? Because for me, my main problem is I could be super consistent for a while and then I'm just kind of like, I need a break from social media. So how have you guys combated that? And um, for the first question, is it important to use all social media? You want to take that up? Yeah. Um, so we definitely want you to be consistent, right? However, if you don't need to be on a social platform, don't be on it. If your um, audience isn't on it, there's no point of you doing that. Um, we're huge on being on every platform because, you know, Google's a funny thing. And, and the more, um, you know, platforms you're on, they're going to like it, right? So then they can pull you up quicker. Um, but I would say commit to one platform that you know you're going to be consistent with. And every single platform, there's so much. Um, so like, Instagram, for example, they're coming up with new features all the time. So even if you just committed to Instagram, right. Um, and, and did that. And then what would help you with not burning out is scheduling things out in advance and creating a calendar where you can say, okay, this is going to be my content for the month. And this is what I'm doing with Instagram. Um, and then utilizing a platform called buffer and actually on buffer, you can schedule out all of your posts. And that way, you know, you don't have to worry about, oh my God, did I post today? Did I post today? The only thing it's not going to actually post for you is a, like Instagram story. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say, you know, create that content in advance and then schedule it out. So you don't feel that pressure every single day. Um, and once again, if your audience isn't on a certain platform, then don't do it. <laughs> um, not everyone's audience is on TikTok. Um, even though TikTok is awesome and I, you know, could be on TikTok for like four hours a day without, <laughs> um, but not everyone's audience is going to be on TikTok or LinkedIn, um, per se. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for that. You said that the platform or the, um, system is called buffer.com. Buffer. Yeah. Okay. Like buffing a car or something. Buffer. Okay. Buffer. We use yeah. buffer. Girl, and it's so cool because you like analytics that you can download and it shows you like day by day, like how many people have um, started following you and things like that, that Instagram doesn't even do that for you. It'll just give you like an overall number, you know, where buffer is like super specific. So it's pretty cool. My favorite thing on uh, buffer is first comment. So that if I want to, I can put all my hashtags. All of them. Yes. Like, <laughs> but yes. Shout out to Buffer. Yes. That was just free from all of us. Uh-huh. Yeah. One of our clients was like, we want all the posts to go out at 8 a.m. And so I remember like setting my alarm, like if I don't wake up before 8 a.m. Now I do. But before I'd be like, I have to post. I have to post. And then Buffer, you know, came into <laughs> our lives and just changed everything for me. Everything. People need a little bit longer. <laughs> oh, you guys. Thank y'all so much for joining us tonight. This was some great information. Um, again, everybody, it's Roseberry Media on Instagram. It's rosemarymedia.com. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank, Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.